Welcome to Stroke of Wisdom, the podcast that aims to use personal trauma to shape meaningful life lessons. Hi there, it's your host Janina back with a new chapter of Stroke of Wisdom. Before I dive in, just a friendly reminder to subscribe to the series so you get notifications for new episodes. As I mentioned in the first episode, I launched Choke of Wisdom in response to surviving a stroke. And although I couldn't be more blessed to be recovering so well and to have the choice to return to a demanding field of work, the goal of the podcast was to hopefully encourage positivity and self-preservation, especially when life puts an obstacle or trauma in your path. Now that said, I'm not professing to be an expert, but I claim the title of survivor and use that experience to drive my insight and my perspective. Now at the same time, I like to consider this podcast a platform to share and also learn as I continue to navigate this journey and long-term recovery. Ultimately, What surviving that trauma really taught me was that the key to really healing was actively working on my state of mind. And it is work, mind you. But it's something that's been empowering as I continue through this journey. Now, it's that background and that that brief setup that grounds us in the topic that I really want to probe into, which is the concept of gratitude. Now, let me say that this is a a, a concept and a topic that has almost been exhausted to like oblivion. And And I'm going to preemptively say that. But with that in mind... There's no way to survive such a major trauma and not explore and talk about the impact of gratitude. So it's not completely out of left field. It comes with the intent of connecting trauma to why gratitude is such an important concept. Now, I'm going to say that when I started putting this together and I started thinking about this, I started reflecting on the word of gratitude, the word gratitude that I heard quite often before the stroke and already felt like it was overused and it was almost trendy. But it wasn't until the days that I left the hospital and returned back to my home in my apartment in my bed that the first thing that made sense to me was the word gratitude. And truthfully, in the the few weeks after I had returned home, I looked up the word gratitude in the dictionary. And so now there is, of course, different versions of the dictionary, but Merriam-Webster defines gratitude as the state of being grateful, thankfulness. Then if you want to go a step further, you can look up the word grateful, 
Then it says, the first definition there is appreciative of benefits received, expressing gratitude. And then you can go another layer. You know, there's always these multiple definitions. And then you have affording pleasure and contentment, pleasing. Pleasing by reason and comfort supplied or discomfort alleviated. Now, I'm going to say it's it's those last definitions that I think are probably the, the, the clearest and more direct of what gratitude legitimately is. Now, as I say that all aloud, I started thinking about the state of mind that I was at in those days after I went returned from home, as I returned home. And I'll admit that after the stroke, it was so hard to appreciate anything around me. And that's because I, like so many other people, was was so consumed by all the things that are wrong, especially when you suffer such a major life-changing event. And when you start feeling that way, you start wondering, how in the world can you be grateful? How, in, how are you supposed to translate such, such a, an uplifting word and, and adopt that? How are you supposed to internalize that? It's, a, it, it's especially challenging when all you, you are is consumed by negativity. And negativity has a way of clouding even the most uplifting positivities. I think some something has to something with that is about the need that we have to feel dark and consumed. It's just easier to believe those things. I don't know. Maybe that's speculation, but it, it feels very logical. Now, I'm going to say that for me, negativity colored my view of the world in those first days that I was still sitting in a hospital bed and alive and very, very consumed by what had happened to me and realizing it was really influenced in driving the way that I saw the world. And it's like I started to find comfort on in that negative stuff, just kind of allowing myself to drown in it because I, 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 I needed that. And I, I, I needed a way to, to, to kind of justify the sadness that I was feeling and that emotional turmoil that I was allowing myself to, to, to delve into. Now, as I found myself drowning in this kind of sadness in the early stages of my recovery, I remember, you know, having a friend coming who had stopped by, brought me a care package and wanted to check in on me and how I was doing. And I remember just kind of obsessing over just those negative moments, how this could happen, why, why I was living this experience and, and even trying to, to identify the source of how something like this could happen which is absolutely ludicrous when you process that kind of experience. And in the middle of a very, very extended rant that was very self-pity driven and very emotion laden and, 
and, and, and all-consuming, she stops me in the middle of that entire dialogue and says, but didn't you live through it? And with that question, I, I literally shut up. And if ever there were a point to have a reality check, I had it right there. And just like that, she put me in my place. And that was when the, the, those pieces start to click where it ends up really become a, becoming about gratitude. And I truly felt grateful because she was right. I had survived. And that's when I decided that my traumatic experience was going to be more than just a traumatic experience. It was going to be about all of those other words that I described in that definition. It was going to be about the pleasure and the appreciation. Now, I'm still trying to figure out how to be a better version of me, especially after surviving such a traumatic experience. But if I'm going to take comfort in all of this, it's really for me personally about all about understanding all of the experiences and all of the big things and the little ones. And if I'm going to take it another step, I'm going to have to really just kind of get better at caring for myself and being mindful of how it is that I take care of myself personally, individually, and as a person. So I, I, I think that you have to have kind of, and, and it's, it's different for everyone, but for me, I had to have a trigger to show me what the alternative could have been. And when you realize that there is an alternative that could be worse, there's something that becomes very clear about gratitude. Now, I, I, you know, it just happened that I happened to be having a conversation with someone when this moment was triggered for me, but it, it, doesn't, it doesn't come in those kind of epiphanies, if only it always did. But I, I felt like the anecdote was, was important because you, you have to look at the other side of the of the fence or you have to have kind of like your own moment to understand that the situation could be even worse and it almost needs to go to a different level when you realize you kind of don't want to be at that other level i i don't know that there is ever a perfect way to experience those kind of experiences and if it happens that seamlessly. But if there is one thing that I'm trying to to share is that I found peace in understanding that the world around me could have not been the world around me and not and that if I didn't have those choices, I wouldn't now be able to have the choices I have now. So it's almost kind of like you owe it to yourself to, to embrace 
the, the, the world as it exists around you and use it as motivation. You know, I think that as time progressed, I realized that I had to start looking for the small things and the big things as, as wins and as reasons to be grateful. I know that I started keeping uh, daily and weekly planners and writing little things that I was grateful, or, uh, grateful for during the day or the week and realizing that the more that I started keeping track of those moments and those things that I was grateful for, even the small things and the big things, I found that there were even more things for me to be grateful for. And it's something that after you realize that things could be worse, you just start finding all of the good or you start trying to at least create more good in things that you wouldn't have probably thought were that big of a deal. I realized as, as time moved and I, I continued to, to recover, gratitude had to, had to come by me realizing me as a person. And then I had to start seeking out gratitude in little moments because that doesn't come to you when you're swimming in the negative so you have to allow yourself give almost give yourself the permission to embrace the small things especially when there you may not have even had the options to do that there will always be something to be grateful and I think that that was one of the lessons that became crystal clear so after I'm looking and, and and that's the thing about the small things you can start to see those as those big milestones but there will always be those moments you just have to be willing to look for them and embrace them those things aren't automatic and they're all completely on you. And whatever whatever your moment is, when you think about how you are and when you think about where you stand in a certain situation, and for me, what, what really allowed me to get to that point of gratitude was realizing what the alternative could be if I didn't allow myself to get to that point. Once I'm able to see past that, then identifying the small things and realizing that there's going to be another thing after that and another thing after that gets a little easier because you start being able to look through things. And those things take work. The ability to, to process, the, the ability to, to actively be conscious of, of those uh of those special little things that is that requires work but that also requires a willingness with within an individual but i know that my wake up call was realizing that i could have had an alternative situation and allowing myself to distance myself from the negativity and once i was able allowed to, once i was allowed to set that aside 
I was giving myself permission to be happier and appreciative and realizing that I, I did have things to be grateful for. What was most sobering in all this was that I really had to be proud and excited and thrilled and empowered by the fact that I was going to have another tomorrow and I could have just as easily not had a tomorrow. So knowing that there's another day to start over again and maybe even to practice another round of gratitude, it's not so so bad. And if anything should be the most reaffirming thing is that you do have another tomorrow. So as, 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 as many of them as you have, take them. That's it for this week's episode. Leave me some of your thoughts in the comments. Send me an email and there's always social media. Thanks again for listening. Thank you for listening to Stroke of Wisdom. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. For the latest news and updates, please follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Stroke of Wisdom or on Instagram at Stroke of Wisdom Podcast. If you have any questions about the show, you can email us directly at podcast at strokeofwisdom.com. Have a great day.